0: everyone it's psychic medium tammy schuster and welcome to this episode of Angels Awakenings and Afterlife. So I want to kind of dig into some things. I always love when I get readings through the week and um people ask about signs. And we go over a lot of different things. And I just thought I would share some of just like what's been very front and center in my mind myself. So the one thing that I get most is conversations about dreams, whether you get them or you don't, or some people say I haven't had them and they focus it as maybe their loved one isn't around them because they don't have a dream Or maybe a family member got a dream and you didn't get a dream, or you got a dream and you don't understand your dream. The dream seems to be the number one thing that I get all the time. And you know, here's the thing, you guys grief dreams are very common. And sometimes we can, because we don't like to focus on grief. So, in one sense, you so want this dream, you so want it to happen. And the next up your grieving so much that grief blocks a lot. And we've talked about that. So, you know, and not everyone is going to experience dreams. I have people in my life that I've lost that I love that I've not had a dream of them yet. I haven't had that, but then I have other ones that I've had dreams. So if you get stuck on dreams, like you're missing, you're missing, if you don't get them, don't be so fixated on it because you're missing other signs. The thing is, there's so many other signs and we're going to go through some of this. But I want you to understand that a dream visitation is a departed loved one. It's like, it's not that you're more open than me or more open than someone else. It's somehow it has to do with the spirit word, world. You know, are they able to do this? Are they able to manipulate? Maybe they haven't figured it out. Maybe they're in a different level. There's so many different reasons why you might not have a dream. And if you've had a dream... I get a lot of people that say, you know, when they first lost someone, that they had a dream, and then they say, well, they're just standing there, or they smiled, or they didn't talk. Well, that makes a whole lot of sense because they're learning their BL bearings on the other side. And that first year we've talked about it being a learning curve. They're having to learn some things. So it's really common that if you do get a dream within the first few months that someone passes that they're just standing there and they're smiling or you feel a hug or, you know, they're around you. And then people are like, but they didn't carry on a conversation. Um, It's dream visitations are feelings. So even when I do get a dream of my grandma and if she does talk to me, it's still, when I wake up from that dream, it's a feeling and you don't forget dream visitations. I've had a, a probably, I don't know how many dreams of random weird things and you, you eventually forget those, but you never ever, or I have never ever um, forgotten a dream visitation because to me, a dream visitation, it, it is like a feeling. and You got to understand that it usually comes when we're more open and susceptible to these messages. That's like when we're just on the verge of sleep or or we're just on the verge of waking up from sleep because it, our brain is, you know, it, it, it's in that whatever mode. We're not fighting everything. So dreams are awesome. But if you don't get them, don't beat yourself up. So the next thing that I want to talk about is familiar smells. This is the second thing. And sometimes people overlook this one and I don't know how for me, like my grandma baked and cooked and she just was everything in, and sometimes like even my husband will come home sometimes and say something smells good. What'd you cook? And I just laugh and say nothing. Um, Because that's that smell. My grandma is always that baking smell. Another smell associated with my grandma, and these will be, remember when I say familiar smells, if you smell something and you don't know what it is, it's not a loved one. When we're wanting to see our loved ones, they're always gonna give us a sign of something we understand. So the other smell associated with my grandma was mothballs. And funny story about that. I didn't smell the mothball smell from my grandma, but my kids would describe all these things. And I would come in the room and try to find this nasty smell that they were talking about. And I couldn't smell anything for so many years. And then one day um, we were bagging up some stuff and I thought, hey, I'm at like sweaters and blankets, you know, in those bags to pack them. I thought, I'm going to get some mothballs and put them in there. And I remember opening them to put in there and having a kid say, Oh my God, mom, that's a smell. That's a smell we've been describing. So instantly I just laughed and said, yep, that would have been your great grandma, which was my grandma. Um, So it's a familiar smell. People talk about smelling cigarette smoke or a pipe smoke or a cologne that someone wore, or even like people who work in oil or diesel. Um, So it's a, it's a familiar smell. And I think in the world we're trained. Oh, that's just it. Obviously if I'm walking through a perfume counter and I'm smelling fragrance, you know, don't force the issue, but if you're home and there's no reason for those smells or if you're somewhere else and you're smelling smoke and you don't smoke and there's no smoke around you, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're going to walk through a place where people are standing outside smoking, smell, smoke and say, Oh my God, it's my loved one. Um, I don't push anything. If you guys have had a reading, you know that I don't push things. So remember, the key word is familiar. Familiar smells. Okay. The next thing that we always talk about is um, pennies and dimes or change. Change. There, there's a couple of different theories behind change, and I'm gonna share first what my grandma always taught me. In I kind of go with her, but there's some other like if you search spiritual meanings of things, pennies and dimes have pretty significant spiritual meanings as well. So I'll go over those. But for me, my grams taught me that if I am I go through a period where it seems like no matter where you look, you find change on the ground and your cushions, I can vacuum and put my vacuum up and come back and there will be change on the floor. Now, that change was not just there. So it appeared. And so, and sometimes I, have and this is going to sound bizarre, but I've actually like walked and watched a coin drop in front of me. And that means that I am like so missing other signs, but you'll go through a period, you get out of a vehicle at a store, you find change, you do your laundry, you find change, you find change everywhere. My grandma says when those things happen, that means that number one or number two is possible. Number one, I just made a change in my life. And they let me know that hey i'm proud of the change that you made i'm so glad that you made this change or number two i need to make a change you know there's some things some friends some jobs relationships something going on that i need to make some change so usually when i start finding change i pray that i had just made a good change because i don't do well with change so those are the things but now spiritual meaning Um, they say to find a penny signifies one. And and that's supposed to be a personal message to think positively. So if you're finding a penny, then you're struggling or you're going through something and they're just asking you to think positively. So a dime, 10 spiritual meanings, they say, means pay attention and trust your intuition. That would be more of me finding myself in a situation where maybe, you know, someone else is trying to tell you, no, no, this is what it means. Or this is this. And they're in are in something about you like like, nope, if that doesn't sound right. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. So it's telling you to trust your intuition and not to get lost in what the masses are saying or other people are saying. Um, and the next one is, can be very comical and can be so annoying lost and found objects. So, we're talking about things and you'll hear people all the time say I lost it, it's gone. Sometimes they yes, 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 they have the ability to hide items, to move items and to bring them back. And and I love the stories when people say I looked all over and you know, I totally forgot about it and then out of the blue I heard go look here. And they went and looked there and it was there. Or the best part is, and I've done this before, is I will look all over for something. In my house, I have the famous habit of putting something where I know I won't forget it because. I'm going to forget it. And guess what? I forget it. But sometimes I put things and I know exactly where they're at and I'll go to get them and they're not there. And I will look everywhere, everywhere. Go back and look where I think that it is. It's not there. Then I come back where I will tell my husband, I've looked there, it's not there. And then he goes and looks and comes right back with it. That is my grandma because she pulls pranks. She hides things 100%. Now, I'm not saying that um, probably 99.9% 999% of everything that I lose is me. It's me forgetting where I put it. But there's that 1% that is just no doubt someone else from the other side messing with me. And they do that if they had a playful thing here. Now one time, and this is very was very important, and this was a long time ago, um, I couldn't my, my keys. I always kept my keys hanging up. This was before, you know, the key bobs before you could just keep them in your purse and you never have to dig them out. It was an actual, put the key in the ignition and turn it, you know, the, the old days. Um, and I looked, it was not on the hook. I looked everywhere, but you got to understand I was in a not good place. I was really upset. Um, I probably shouldn't have been looking for my keys to go drive anywhere because I was upset. Shouldn't have been on the road. I wasn't functioning I looked and looked and looked. And and I remember just going to my room, curling up in a ball and crying until I worked through these things. And then when I got up and pulled myself together and walked out, my keys were hanging right smack on this hook where they belonged. 100% someone from the other side knowing that had I got in that car, probably wouldn't ended well for me. And heaven forbid, if you know, you, yeah, we sometimes drive when I don't know how many times I've heard people say, I don't even remember how I got there. Not because they were drinking, but because we're in different places in our brain and, and we just get somewhere. So I know that that hiding the key was 100% someone looking out for me. So the most, um, common overlooked or underrated or not paid attention to sign are the electrical disturbances Um, because they happen so often nowadays with the technology world it's taken away from our abilities to really notice these things because in the old days you got to remember we didn't have All of these different things that get power surges. It was just a different kind of an electrical system. You know, And spirits, they purge energy, which means they're manipulating electrical currents, flickering, dimmering lights. Those are the most common. But nowadays, we have a tendency to just walk past them. We don't pay attention to those kind of things. Um, Radios and TVs. Uh, my mom was here her last few years, last few months of her life. And you know, when you get older and I'm not real old, but my, I have the TV up loud too. I'm not going to lie, but my mom couldn't sleep very well because she was so sick, but we would go to bed and she would have that television, no kidding, where we could hear it upstairs over our TV and the fan in our bedroom. And I didn't, I just let her keep it loud. But there's been a few times that when since she's passed, our TV will blare, turn on and blare in the middle of the night, and I will run down here and I will go to turn the volume down, but the volume's already down, but it's blaring. Um, so I think it's her way of just saying, "Yep, it pissed you off when I was living with you." Hello, wake up. Um, the I do look at the clock when it does it, but usually the the time doesn't mean anything. Because sometimes maybe they're trying to get my attention at a time, you know, and the, the it's all going to come down to this. You guys, no matter what's going on in your life, you have to decide whether you find comfort and looking for the signs beyond. Don't be afraid to reach out for them and keep learning, because if you're if you're not wanting it and you're not looking for it or, yeah, a lot of the things we could debunk, but. How do you know really, if you can debunk looking for something and it's not there, and then you go back and it's there, and then you just assumed you overlooked it? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Maybe it's a sign. Um, so I always tell people, slow down if you've had a dream amazing, I'm happy for you it and you'll know if you've had a dream because, like I said, dream visitations are oh, you can feel it it's almost like you can feel their energy you can feel their hug and you never ever forget the dreams it's a feeling you keep it you don't forget it if you've not had a dream that 100 percent. are you hearing me if you've not had a dream that does not mean your loved one is not with you. It just means for whatever reason, your brain is not at the same plane. When they're trying to get it into you, it means that the dream isn't the sign you're supposed to have. Just like life, not every one of us gets the same things happening to us. It's the same on the other side. Like For what I get, the the signs that I get are going to be different than the signs my daughter gets or the signs that you get. Um, and don't compare if, if, if your sibling gets a dream and you don't, that doesn't mean that your sibling was loved more unless you're my sister, (laughs) because we all know that my mom definitely (laughs) took to my sister's side way more than mine. Um, she loved me in her way, but you know, I, I do get dreams of my mom and sometimes she's telling me off and, and sometimes she just stands there and stares at me. And the thing is, as more time has passed, the last dream visitation that I got from my mom, she she did, wasn't talking to me yet, but she just looked at me and instead of giving me that old Tam stare, it was almost like a smile. So even the dreams are not real intense with her, but when she shows up, at least she's smiling at me and not frowning or, you know, glaring over, tipping her head down and glaring at me that way. So don't take too much heart to dreams. And if you can't make sense of your dream, the chances are our brain has manipulated it. If I go to bed after looking at photo albums or thinking of things, sometimes I have dreams, but they're not visitation dreams. And I know the difference because number one, how much I remember the dream or number two, that it was just weird dreams. And I didn't Feel it, so you know. The more you focus on something, you can trick your brain into having something. But there are dreams, and then there's dream visitations. Don't confuse the two. Um, anyone who's ever had a dream visitation, you know, because you'll—it's a feeling remember familiar smells. If you're walking through a, a place, a restaurant, and you're smelling food, that's not my grandma, a familiar smell, they're going to give it to you in a place that there is no reason that you're smelling this, no reason that you smell smoke, no reason that you smell food, no reason I'm smelling mothballs. They'll give it to you that familiar smell in a reason in a place that you cannot debunk it. Okay. So, and I'm not saying maybe I'm walking through a restaurant, my grandma's there, but that smell is not her. The goal is to not dismiss signs, but not to force signs either. Um, And it does, when I'm in a reading and someone will say, oh my gosh, I had this sign and they're explaining it to me. And if you're in a reading, I, I don't, I can't, I don't change anything. I don't sugarcoat anything. So I've had to tell a few people yeah, that was you. Like you wanted it so bad you were forcing it. Don't force signs. They'll come, you guys. I promise they will. And if you clear your mind and you trust your instincts, you will recognize these signs that are happening. So again, as far as the Facebook drama goes, I am still shut down. I still have no access to my psychic page. So our numbers were way low last week on the podcast, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be defeated or I'm going to stop whether two people, 20 people, 40 people, or 300 people listen to this. I am going to keep plugging away. And as I always say, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. You guys have an amazing week.